Good evening. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, and this is the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Each week I'll be playing stripped-down, deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, highlighting different instruments and vocals in a way that will truly amaze you. Imagine sitting in the control room at EMI Studios and having the opportunity to peel away the layers of a song, discovering new elements that you never knew existed. This is the closest you can get to that experience. So sit back, tune in, and enjoy the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. I'll make you maybe next time Tonight on the Beatles' multi-track meltdown, we're going to dissect the Beatles' masterpiece, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. On June 1st, 1967, one of the most innovative records in history was released, the Beatles' 8th LP, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. It spent 27 weeks at the top of the album charts in the UK and 15 weeks at number one in the US. It won four Grammy Awards in 1968, including Album of the Year, the first rock LP to do so. After the group stopped touring in August 1966, they took a well-deserved break and didn't reconvene in the studio until November 24th. When they did, they began work first on Lennon's Strawberry Fields Forever and 12 days later on one of McCartney's earliest songs, When I'm 64, written in 1958 and often played at gigs on the piano when the amps broke down. McCartney elaborates. When I wrote When I'm 64, I thought I was writing a song for Sinatra. There were records other than rock and roll that were important to me, and that would come out in the Beatles doing songs like Till There Was You. A third song was recorded before the year was out, McCartney's Penny Lane. In November of 1965, McCartney mentioned that he had been toying with the idea of writing a song named Penny Lane, but it wouldn't actually be written for another year. Strawberry Fields Forever and Penny Lane would both take numerous sessions to complete, but for very different reasons. The group attempted to record a rhythm track for Lennon's masterpiece on four separate occasions with quite different results. Eventually, Lennon decided that he liked the first half of the third version and the second half of the fourth and wanted them joined together. Although they were in different keys and tempos, producer George Martin and engineer Jeff Emmerich realized that if they sped up the third version and slowed down the fourth, that they could in fact be edited together. Penny Lane also took quite a while to perfect, spanning over nine separate sessions, but the basic rhythm track, which consisted of McCartney's main piano part, was recorded in just six takes. Although this formed the basis for the then-untitled tune, numerous overdubs would take place over many sessions, including six pianos, two of which were played by John and one by George Martin. Although When I'm 64 was started before Penny Lane, when EMI and Brian Epstein pressured the Beatles and George Martin for a new single, Strawberry Fields Forever and Penny Lane would be chosen for the AA side. After its release, at Epstein's insistence, the single tracks were not included on the LP, something that George Martin later described as the biggest mistake of my professional life. The single would be the first since Love Me Do or Please Please Me, depending on what chart you follow, to not reach number one. The song that would keep them at number two, Release Me by Engelbert Humperdinck. I'm going to
Penny Lane there is a barber showing photographs Of every head he's had the pleasure to know And all the people that come and go Stop and say hello On the corner is a banker with a motor car The little children laugh at him behind his back And the banker never wears a Mac In the pouring rain Very strange Penny Lane is in my ears And in my eyes Strawberry Fields Forever and Penny Lane. One can only imagine how this 1967 single would have fit on Sgt. Pepper and what songs would have been axed. We're going to play one more song that was intended for the LP before we play the full album, George Harrison's Only a Northern Song. The song was a sarcastic jibe at Northern Songs Limited, a music publishing company formed in 1963 primarily to exploit the compositions of Lennon and McCartney. While Lennon and McCartney each owned 15% of the public company's shares, Harrison owned only 0.8%. Since he was contracted by Northern Songs as a songwriter only, and because the company retained the copyright of its published songs, Lennon and McCartney would earn more from Harrison's songs than he did. The song was left off of Sgt. Pepper, but would end up in the Yellow Submarine movie and on the soundtrack LP. To date, it is still one of the most psychedelic songs the Beatles ever recorded. Only a Northern Song.
In November 1966, on a flight from Nairobi to London, McCartney had an idea for a song that eventually formed the impetus for the Sgt. Pepper concept. By February, he came up with the idea of creating a fictitious band that would record an entire album to get away from the Beatles that the public was so fond of. Revolver had inspired Brian Wilson to create Pet Sounds, and Pet Sounds inspired the Beatles to create Sgt. Pepper. George Martin stated, without Pet Sounds, Sgt. Pepper never would have happened. Pepper was an attempt to equal Pet Sounds. Although they were still touring when their 7th LP Revolver was released, they already were aware of the fact that most of the songs from the album could not be performed live and played nothing from it in concert. The only song recorded in 1966 that would be part of their live shows would be the A-side of the first single of the year, Paperback Writer. Now that the concept of touring was off the table, the Beatles recorded an album that they never intended to perform live. Therefore, the techniques and resulting sounds were revolutionary and something that can never be performed with a four-piece band. Tonight you're going to hear the entire album remixed. So get ready for something new on the Beatles' multi-track meltdown.
from my friends the flowers that grow so incredibly high 
train in a station with plasticine pauses with looking glass ties. Suddenly someone is there at the turnstile, the girl with
Celebrated Mr. K performs his feet on Saturday at Bishop's Gate. The Hendersons will dance and sing as Mr. Kite flies through the ring. Don't be late. Mrs. K and H assure the public their production will be second to none. And of course, Henry the Horse dances the waltz. When Mr. K performs his tricks without a sound And Mr. H will demonstrate Ten somersets he'll undertake on solid ground Bing bing some days in preparation A splendid time is guaranteed for all And tonight Mr. Kite is topping the bill Thank you. 
handy mending a fuse when your lights have gone. You can knit a sweater by the fireside. Sunday mornings go for a ride, doing the garden, digging the weeds. Who could ask for more? Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Every summer we can rent a cottage in the Isle of Wight if it's not too dear. We shall scrimp and save.
old school Nothing has changed, it's still the same I've got nothing to say, but it's okay Good morning, good morning, good morning
crowd of people stood and stared They'd seen his face before Nobody was really sure if he was from the house of Lord army had just won the war A crowd of people turned away But I just had to look Having read my head Found my way downstairs and drank a cup And looking up I noticed I was late Found my coat and grabbed my hat Made the bus in seconds flat Found my way upstairs and had a smoke And somebody spoke and I went into a dream I, I 